This is how we play. This is what we do. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Danny and Gallant. Let's capture exactly how this happened and just keep on recreating it one week at a time. Presented by Banner Bank and by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company on 710 ESPN Seattle. We do have Coach Pete Carroll sitting down with us. And Pete, I know that that had to be a pretty satisfying game from your perspective on pretty much all aspects of it, the way you guys put together a complete effort. Yeah, it worked out just the way we wanted it to. We were hoping to play like that, and and uh, a team that's struggling should, you know, we should hopefully be in great shape by the end of it. We were, and uh, it was really fun to see our guys play like that. Play really consistent throughout. There aren't very many games in the league that are like that, and so when you get one, you got to enjoy it. There's nothing I enjoy more than a blowout victory. That was a lot of fun, Pete. I'm sorry. I like to sit back and watch like the, the, the slow, slow separation of the opposition. Whether it was on offense or defense, this was the first 60-minute complete effort of the season for you guys where there was nothing at the end where the team comes back into it. And at the very beginning, too, you get off to a good start. Yeah, uh, what was best about that was you know we had – Everybody was in the game that could get in the game, and the guys got to finish it. And and uh, when the the backup guys got out there, they played really well and, and stuffed them in the running game and got off the field and didn't give up any big plays and all that and, and uh, ended the game like we had hoped. Hey, Pete, that first drive, man, we saw a zone, uh, a jet sweep, um, a lot of things. Was your goal or Shadi's goal – um, just to show as many things as possible that first drive, just to get that defense thinking. No, not really. That wasn't that wasn't the thought. The thought was just to run stuff that we knew how that was predictable for us, where we didn't know how they were going to be playing, you know. And so we we didn't know what front they were going to play or if they were going to be blitzing or pressuring or playing too deep or whatever. So we just wanted to run things that we knew how to run really well and and then evaluate from there. And so uh, it would just carried out throughout the whole game that we just kept doing all the stuff that we were really good at and really consistent at, and and that's why Russ was completing so much and the ball was out so quick and we just didn't give them a chance to get at us and, and that was it was a real good way to play that football game there's been a lot of attention on, on Russ which comes inevitably when you're a quarterback and a quarterback as successful as Russ has had as has been he'd gone through a stretch where there were there have been some turno- turnovers what did you think about his game yesterday I thought he played an excellent game yesterday he it was uh he was clear all the way throughout about everything we were doing how we were functioning uh just we played with good tempo um you know, he—he, he, I thought he just played a great game. I thought it was—that's the kind of game that, that you know—that's really good Seahawk football, where the quarterback doesn't have to do everything, or some, you know, we don't have to have the tailback rush for 150. You know, we can we can mix it and, and, and match it and, and uh, put together a really solid game. You know, there was just the one turnover he he tried to give DK a chance, you know, down there in the corner, and hoping that you know, there'd be a jump ball and DK could win it. And it, you know, the, the guy made a nice play on the football and, and came up with a win on that. But other than other than that play, there was really no play that was that we would even call back probably in the in the past you've talked about wanting a and having a quarterback that's kind of like a point guard distributing it and you saw that four touchdown passes to four different players great runs from both both Hyde and Carson when Russell's going going well and playing that efficiently what stands out to you about about what he's doing that that allows him to to function at that level 
<clears throat> you're putting a lot of uh, a lot of emphasis on Russell. I really I, I don't think that's the point. I think the point is, and, and the point of being a point guard is using everything, and everything functions in, in unity. And and I think that's uh, that's when we've always felt the best about the way we play. And Russ is is features right in the middle of all of that he has to make it all happen uh, but it doesn't call for any big emphasis in any one direction you got to stop all of us and, and I think um, that's what I that's what I see Russ play when, when, when we're like that and he's had a lot of games like that I mean we've had way more games than we haven't but um, that's why we would say some games seem, seem uncharacteristic you know we, we, you have to have characteristic games well that's that's the way we we're at our best and it and the whole team fits together well. It gives us the thing that we always talk about: the running game that uh, just makes everything happen. And and uh, it, it was it's a, it was a beautiful thing to watch. So I, I don't think it's I'm not seeing Russ do any different. He's just executing the plan, you know, and just carrying it out. And and it's not one that calls for him to have to you know do everything all by himself and make you know great throws and all that. He just has to function and make the offense work. Of the running game yesterday, you said during your post-game press conference, I'm in heaven, that's Seahawks football. What did you make of the way that both Carlos and Chris ran yesterday? They continue to keep bringing it. They, they, their, their ferocity that they hit the line of scrimmage and they, they take to their attempts uh, is is noticeable, and, and, and it's notable for us. It's their style to it, you know, and that, that's the style that I like. I like when you can see us and feel us, you know, and that's that's what I like so much about uh, our, our play yesterday. You could, we, all aspects were functioning. Everybody was hitting it, and we had a way about us, and that's it's, it's important to know what that is and develop that so that you can recreate it, and that's, that's where we're going. That's what we're trying to get done. How are they feeling after this game? They're good. I don't think you know we didn't take it like it was it was the greatest accomplishment of all time. The point I wanted to make to him, and this is a long-standing you know kind of observation I try to make when we play teams that are struggling: Did we carry out the week, and and did the week show up? The preparation, the focus, the respect for the opponent, and the, the respect for the event. Um, it was it, we it drew our attention so that we performed really well, and that's something I've always loved watching. You know, it's it. Whereas you know some people say, "Oh, you're playing a game against a team that's not doing very well." You know, what do you take away from it? I take away a lot from that, maybe as much as anything that we do, because it it does show you that the guys are in and the coaches are on it, and everybody's functioning at a high level. And it doesn't matter what the opponent has, you know, brings to that that you know that that challenge there. So that that's a really positive thing, and that's that's something that we know we have. And and uh, I'm not surprised, but I but I'm I'm just thrilled to always see that. Coach David Morris scored a touchdown. Freddie Swain, Penny Hart even got a touch. Are we starting to see how deep this receiving group really is? Well, they all can play. There's no doubt. Our guys have been fun to watch all year long, not just in the in the catching, but just in the way that they're they're bringing it and they're blocking and their efforts and uh, the way they're working. I'm, I've been really really happy with all these guys. Freddie Swain has been a real a real boost to that group. He's such a tough kid and such a good worker uh, that he has just added. You know, where a young guy might be faltering or having miscues and all, he doesn't. He's he's smart. He's on his stuff. He has great pride about his work, uh, and and I think he really adds a lot to the whole group. As does Penny too. You know, uh, Penny Hart does does a, a wonderful job when he gets his chances to give everything he's got. It was great to see him catch the reverse yesterday and get rolling and, and all that. But those guys are they're really blood and guts guys. You know, and they make the the, the soul of the group come alive, I think. We've taken maybe too long to get to your defense, which allowed only three points. The Jets the Jets didn't cross midfield in the second half. That was that was certainly as complete a performance on that side of the ball as you've seen 
certainly this year and maybe maybe even in a couple seasons. Yeah, it was it was really a, a, a terrific game, and it's 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 a culmination of what's been happening. And uh, we could play those guys like that, and we did, you know. And, and uh, there was just one little, you know, you go back a week ago, there was one little window in there where we we got out of whack for a little bit, and we just missed a played a couple of plays. But uh, th- this has been coming, and so uh, no time like now, you know. We're going to need it when we go go east this weekend, and, and we're going to need it all the way down the stretch here. Uh, the guys are really connected right now and they're really playing hard and we're not having to do a lot of stuff different we will really stay with the scheme and, and and believe in the approach and the guys know know it really well there's so much value in that it's so obvious guys to see the difference in the level of their understanding of where everybody's going and what's going on as it was earlier in the year when we were and we had different guys coming in and out they're really connected right now and it's it gives you the uh, the kind of connection that can allow you to play great football, and we've seen that in the past, and you, you can see it's it's right there uh, again now. So hopefully we can keep it going. You've talked about the hope for that improvement and that believing that it was coming throughout the season. What are the traits that these players, this defense has had that has has allowed them to to make that improvement? Well, we're we're good athletically, you know. We we've got guys that can move, and and we have a, a it's a good athletic group um, with with. Big playmakers in there too, you know, guys that that make the plays that you know, that make them you know special, and uh, it just was a matter of time of just keeping them after it so that they could all get comfortable and understand what's going on and, and really function uh, freely. And that's the whole thing on defense is you want guys to run and hit without without having to think too much. And it takes time to get those those concerns out of their head. And they have to they have to work at it and, and iron things out and and. and they listen and hear better, you know, from when the communications come across, and they use, utilize stuff better. All of that's what's what's been coming on, and, and uh, those are the markers. That's when you know that, that you're getting getting something going. I was really impressed with the way Jamal Adams handled this whole week. You're going up against a team that you used to play for. You're 25. I could totally see how maybe some of those sour feelings would spill over. But before the game, says all the right things about the Jets. Before the game, you see him interacting with his ex-teammates, his ex-coaches. <clears throat> he plays the game that he does on Sunday, and then afterwards he speaks about them with, really, I just thought, a whole lot of class. What did you make of Jamal's performance over the past week? Well, let me go back for a sec. Ever since we've been in contact and, and, and he's been with us, he's never spoken in a disrespectful manner about them. He's, he, he, he's held them in high regard. Just like I, I heard it, the, the, the interview last night, and uh, he... Um, that's the way he's been talking the whole time. He respects the fact that they chose him and gave him the chance, that they stood by him and went after it and all that, and, and would never, he will never leave that thought. And that's what he's just carried that through. So, so what was interesting, and I think it's a good observation, Paul, that he did handle himself really well when it could have been different and, and he could have been, you know, taking a shot or, you know, been hot headed or, or try to stuff it in somebody's face or something like that. He, he was not like that. He isn't like that. He is a classy, uh, hu- uh, humble, um, a really unique person and it shows up in his play and and it showed up also in his character through his character you know when he talked again last night um i thought he handled it exactly the way you would hope coach we got to see cody barton benver curvin uh, lyndon stevens last night how important are those reps for those guys development that, well, they're, they're really important and it's interesting that we were on the topic the night before the game about it uh that 
to we we took kind of a moment to give a little uh, appreciation for the guys who keep battling, but they're on the, on practice squad, you know, and they don't get their chance to play. And and to note that you know that everybody comes to play football to play, not to be a backup, you know. And it's hard. And, and so I just wanted to show some respect to those guys in, in our meeting. And and uh, and sure enough, we get a chance the next day, and everybody's out there playing. It, it, it's really valuable to them. It's you know they have all of this mind time, you know, thinking about playing the game, and they don't get out there to get to try the things that they've been dreaming about and all that. And so when they finally get their shot and, and, and everybody's running around and running and hitting like that, um, it's it's a great reward. It's not all they want. It's just, but it does satisfy some of it and it gives gives them that connection. And then and the, the great thing is they played well. They played really well. The guys up front played well and DBs played well and linebackers were running and, and uh, you know, the, the offensive line, where there was a moment on the sidelines there where we had to, you know, I'm looking at, at, at Fuller and say, hey, Fuller, can you play right tackle, you know? And, and he, heck yeah, I can. You know, put me in. So we kicked Chad over so that we could uh, give Dwayne a break, you know? And, and uh, it was just a fun part of it's a fun part of ball. I remember it way more in college. <laughs> we used to beat people by a lot in the old days, and so you get in those situations a lot. So really fun part of the game when guys get a chance to get out there and finally do their stuff and and, and show and, and they make a play and the guys on the sidelines are going crazy for them. Yeah, it's good stuff and it helps everything. I'm glad you mentioned Dwayne Brown because after Will Disley's touchdown, he offered the football over to Dwayne and allowed Dwayne to spike it. And in the replay of it, it appears that the ball explodes. Like I saw it hit the ground, and if you see the actual footage of it, you don't, you don't, you don't see see where it goes. That was that was one of the more powerful spikes I've ever seen, Pete. Really? Did the ball ever come down? I, I didn't see I, it come I, down. I, never, I, never I have, I have no vis, no visual evidence of it ever turning to the. It end. might have, it might have wound up with that pickup truck is up on top of the stadium. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be. That was a cool moment, though. It was it was cool to see him get rewarded with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was really glad. That that the guys could play well enough and, and, and really have a chance to step out and watch. And you know, it's 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 important for those guys too. For for us to sit back and watch Gino, you know, his buddy. I mean, those guys are just tied at the hip. You know, they they spend so much time together and work so hard together, and they care so much for each other. Yeah, you know, Russ is there, you know, cheering for, for Gino as much as anybody. You know, and it's just it just makes everything uh, better. These guys will have a lot of fun talking about it today and making fun of each other and all that kind of stuff. So Gino was four for five. It'd be pretty good, you know. He was. Yeah. He, he, More than he, just he, coin he, tosses. Where he <laughs> Yeah, he he always hits that, but but he did get pounded a couple times too. So he did. He he took a couple hits. Watching your defensive line this year and watching how guys have grown and changed, I'm struck by how disruptive Puna Ford can be as as a defensive tackle. This is his third year. What what kind of player has he become for you guys? Well, the the thing I like to talk about Puna is he's such a good athlete. You know, he doesn't have the body that would demonstrate that he's a, he's a good athlete because he's just you know he's so small and, and and compact and all. You wouldn't think it, but he is a he is a fine motor skill guy. He's one of the best shooters on our team. You know, we know that through all of the contests that we've had and all. But he can throw and catch and and do everything, and he has special knack. You know, in a sense for playing the game. Uh, he he, I'm sure he could play baseball and basketball and all. I mean, he's that kind of an athlete. Well. It shows up when he plays. His his decision making, his quickness, his anticipation, uh, his sense. You know, it, it's it's special, and that's why you see him make things happen. Uh, you know, f- from that package that he brings. You know, and so uh, he's a good football player, and, and you can see we're moving him more. Uh, Clint's got a chance to get him at three technique more, and he can get in the backfield some more there, and, and uh, he's doing a nice job. Defensively, you said after the game, we're really on our game. Everything really seems to have clicked, and. You mentioned there are some obvious limitations with 
the beginning of the year, you have guys who are unhealthy, who aren't on the field at the same time. There's, there's a lack of a training camp. It doesn't seem like it's just your defense. It seems like a lot of defenses across the league have improved as the season went along. And if you take a look at this past week, games across the league, a lot of great defensive performances, including by Washington, who, who you guys play next weekend. What do you make of just the defensive progress by not just your team, but also the rest of the league over, over the course of this year? Yeah, it's definitely happening. I mean, it's, it's, I mean it, early on, it was crazy. Guys were just ripping up and down the field. We were too, you know. And, and uh, um, the defense is this format of, you know, the process just isn't suited for playing D, obviously. And so um, it took a while. But there was a lot of single-score games, you know, and and all that yesterday. And, and uh, it's just it's – just, it takes time. It takes time. I, I was telling you early on, it sounds – when I hear you say that now, it sounds like I was making a bunch of excuses. But I was telling you, it just didn't feel right. You know, we just didn't – we weren't there. We didn't have what we needed to have to play and perform at a really high level. Too many things kept getting away from us. And it's not like that anymore, you know. But we're not giving up plays. We're not giving up easy, easy, you know, kind of opportunities and multiple opportunities in games. It's not happening like that. And so uh, that's because we're sharper and we're cleaner and we, we can anticipate better and we're communicating way better – we're utilizing the calls and the principles and all that. We're just functioning at a much higher level, as is the rest of the league you know, as well. And, yeah, like you mentioned, Washington, they're playing great defense. It's going to be a, a great matchup for us this weekend. Coach Jamal sets a record for most sacks by DB. Uh, what makes him so special getting after the quarterback, and have you ever coached a player like him? Uh, his intensity about you know, seizing the opportunities is just – it's – First class. This is it's as high as you can get, and it's it's that sense he has that when he sees the opportunity, man, he just can just pour every ounce of his of his ability and his quickness and explosion creativity to get there. Uh, he was really close a couple other times yesterday. I know that the sack that he gets, you know, he didn't even know what happened, and, and the sack that he gets isn't really what how he pictured it. I'm sure he pictured blowing up a guy from the backside or something like that, and you know, and going crazy and all that. <laughs> so, uh, but he'll have more, but. Um, there's really the guy who's most like him. I've mentioned this to you guys before. Was was really Troy Polamalu, and and uh, um, and but there's a, I've had a bunch of guys. That, you know, there, uh, there's just been a lot of guys that have a lot of traits. Uh, it just seems like Jamal has m- most of them, you know, and he can do a little bit of everything that all the really good guys could could do. And he ha- and he just has such great conviction when he goes that that's what separates his, his playmaking. He just looks so explosive, and that's uh, he he captured he's captured a real special aspect of his play. Is it? I'm interested. You, you talked about Puna Ford with his fine motor skills. With with Jamal, is it a level of of motor skills with his athleticism? He, he's obviously as big and fast as you could ever hope for a safety. I mean, he's got all of those tools, but he he does have a special trait about making plays and and especially closing in on quarterbacks when he gets that chance. Yeah, he he has all the all the right stuff. To be this good, you have to. You know, you, you can't have a lot of. You know, shortcomings. <laughs> he's he's got a little bit of everything. It's like like DK. He's got a little bit of everything that you need. You know, and so then they have to figure out how to put it into play. But I go back to it. It's his. It's his conviction. When he sees things, he goes like is is as aggressively and as committed as you can. And that's what makes him special. Because most guys don't do that. Most guys are you know they're a little more cautious, a little more careful. Uh, they don't have that same. That's just, there must be a flash that goes off in his mind. Is you know this is my moment right here, and I'm going to get it. You know, and he just he totally explodes to the opportunity, and that that's what we watch. I'm sure you guys saw his ability to get after the passer before you were able. <coughs> To bring him aboard, is he unicorn-esque in that he is really the only guy as a defensive back in the league that can get after the quarterback in this way? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't 
I'm sure there's guys that, that that you know that have you know that kind of ability too. I mean, I, you know, nobody comes to mind right now that stands out, but but there's guys that make plays like that, you know, and and uh, um, he's just more consistent at it. He's really really good at it, and he's and, and he's getting a lot of good opportunities too. You know, he's we're we're giving him some shots. He's I, I heard somebody say he had like average of close to ten rushes a game. You know, that that's a lot of rushes for a DB. Coach, what'd you think of DK's celebration after his touchdown? You know, I, I did, really didn't see it. I didn't. I didn't catch it. It was uh, other than he messed with the camera and all that. You know, it's, he 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 went so far that he got penalized. You know, and so what do I think about it? I don't like it because he because we got a penalty. But him it, it, demonstrating and all that and having fun with it, I love that stuff, and I'm all for it. But there's there's some guidelines here. You can only go so far. So um, I, I don't think he's going to get any any awards for his acting or anything like that. But you know, try too hard. Did he make up for it in any way by by drawing another unsportsmanlike <clears throat> conduct from another cornerback? Um, the, the, the amazing thing he did it from the sidelines. <laughs> you know that's pretty hard to do that. You got to have some some reach and some impact to, to get that done. But he, uh, th- that was that was a really fun moment on the sidelines for the players because they were just having fun and and all that. And, and they got a guy to you know go off and, and gave us a, a big opportunity to move the football forward. So uh, was, that was that was pretty good. He's in people's heads even when he's not in the game. Uh, Carlos Dunlap didn't play this game. Uh, how, how's your defensive end looking for the possibilities this week? Well, we're taking care of him. You know, we, we realized that the thought was that we, he won't be better if he plays again in the next game. So we've got to do something to give him a chance to start improving. Otherwise, he would just start carrying this week to week. And so, um, you know, it's, it's a thing that's kind of a unique thing on the bottom of his foot that's, that's really sore and kind of works into his big toe. And that's a real, it's a real debilitating injury, you know, when, it, when it's really active. And so we thought it would be better to just try, see if we can start slowing it down because it wasn't any better than it was last week. How about Brandon Brand- Shell and his ankle? Uh, he came out of the game. It was so, it was sore during the game. No, he said no worse than than he was last week. So that's a really positive sign for a chance for him to play. Uh, we need Cedric uh, to come back too to help us and and uh, get it back in the rotation. He should be back too. He is Coach Pete Carroll. Pete, it was awful fun to watch. I, you don't you don't get many of those where you I loved you, it. you take it easy. So it was, it was really enjoyable. Con- congratulations on a great win and and best of best of luck in this week's preparation for a, what should be a great game in Washington. Paul the Destroyer called it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you. Thank you, Coach.